Politics, power, and the people. From Washington, D.C., this is The Week on the Hill. The subpoena is ridiculous. We're fighting all the subpoenas. Look, these aren't like impartial people. The Democrats are trying to win 2020. President Trump laying down the political and legal gauntlet, announcing that his administration will defy subpoenas from House Democrats. I'm WTOP's Capitol Hill correspondent Mitchell Miller, and while Congress has been on a two-week break, there's been no let-up in the acrimony between the executive branch and Democrats in the legislative branch, especially around the release of the report by special counsel Robert Mueller. The president has made it clear he's fed up with being put under the microscope by the report into Russian meddling in the 2016 presidential campaign, and he believes congressional Democrats are going after him to set the stage for the 2020 presidential campaign. The only way they can luck out is by constantly going after me on nonsense. I say it's enough. Get back to infrastructure, get back to cutting taxes, get back to lowering drug prices. That's what uh, really, that's what we should be doing. Democrats have some struggles of their own as they try to figure out their next steps related to impeachment. Democratic leaders like House Speaker Nancy Pelosi would like to focus more on so-called kitchen table issues important to voters. Many Democrats say they received few questions related to the Mueller report during their returns to their districts across the country. Pelosi wants to take a go-slow approach on impeachment, and speaking at the Time 100 Summit, said she's counting on House panels to continue their investigations and take them where the facts go. We have our committees. I have great confidence in our chairman. They're top-notch in the committees and the staff. They'll do their job. But their job is becoming tougher, with the president asserting that he'll fight them every step of the way as they seek his tax returns and look into his business dealings, as well as issues like questions about how security clearances were handled at the White House. As for the road to the White House, there are now 20 candidates seeking the Democratic presidential nomination, with former Vice President Joe Biden entering the race. Everything that has made America, America is at stake. That's why today I'm announcing my candidacy for president of the United States. Biden raised more than $6 million during the first 24 hours after his announcement, but the veteran politician is also facing renewed scrutiny. I spoke about his candidacy with Democratic Virginia Congressman Jerry Connolly, who's known Biden for close to four decades and who worked for Biden when Connolly was a staffer on the Senate Foreign Relations Committee in the 1980s. Well, in many ways, I think Joe Biden's stature as a longtime Democratic elected official and as the eight-year vice president for one of the most popular presidents to serve in the Oval Office, Barack Obama, makes him a figure of great stature from day one. And so I think he begins with a lot of inbuilt uh, advantages as a candidate. Ultimately, Joe is going to have to show that he's got the stamina and he's got the smarts to run a professional campaign and to prevail. Those are things he's been tested at twice before and was not able to accomplish. So this time will have to be different. You mentioned those two past presidential campaigns. Do you think he'll have to be more disciplined than he was in the past? Yeah, the one thing I would say Joe Biden has not mastered in his past presidential campaigns was discipline, personal discipline, organizational discipline. He's going to have to show from day one that that has been turned around and that, in fact, he has the personal and professional discipline and organizational discipline 
to win primaries and caucuses throughout the country. I believe he is capable of that, but he's going to be tested. Biden's 36-year record in the Senate will be poured over during the campaign. He was the chairman of the Senate Judiciary Committee during Anita Hill's testimony for the Supreme Court confirmation hearings of Clarence Thomas. Hill accused Thomas of sexual harassment when they worked together, allegations he denied. The New York Times reported that Hill wasn't satisfied with a call she received recently from Biden in which he said he was sorry for how things were handled. Biden spoke about the hearings on Friday during an appearance on The View. There are a lot of mistakes made across the board. And for those, I apologize that we may have been able to do and conduct it better. But uh, I believed Dr. Hill from the beginning. While younger voters may not be familiar with the Hill-Thomas hearings, they carry echoes of last year's divisive Supreme Court hearings of Brett Kavanaugh, which came in the wake of developments that strengthened the Me Too movement. Whatever their age, Democratic voters will have plenty of choices as the presidential race moves ahead, with candidates already fanning out across the country. How much will Congress be able to get done in a pre-election year? We'll soon find out. Congress is returning into session, but with a democratically controlled House and a Republican-controlled Senate. So far, there hasn't been much that's been approved by Congress and signed into law by the president. And it's only going to get more difficult to pass legislation as the 2020 campaign starts moving into high gear. I'm WTOP's Mitchell Miller, and this is The Week on the Hill. 